Hey everyone, there's not going to be an episode this week. Uh, Extra Life just kind of took a lot out of us. Um, by the way, this is Peter talking. <clears throat> it's just um, between uh, a couple of... Uh, well, okay, I shouldn't say a couple. A lot of people got dunked and uh, they caught glaciitis, which is very unfortunate. Uh, Jamie, I'm pretty sure, ate Chris, which is... I mean, it was a long time coming. She, as the more powerful person, should have just eaten the weaker one, and now she has. I support this. Uh, Jacob's still a little hoarse, so that's a thing. And I'm around, but uh, I really don't want to do another solo episode because I don't know if, like, do you really want to hear me talk about Lex Luger for an hour? I feel like that should be a torture, like, request for next year's Extra Life or something. <laughs> something to think about. Anyway, yeah, no episode this week, but thank you so much to all that donated or and or tuned in to our Extra Life stream. We've raised over $14,000 American. Uh, I'm going to actually pull up the exact number while I'm recording. Last I checked, it was a bit over $19,000. Let's put some actual numbers on that. So... Our official number on our team page is $14,252, which $14,252, oh, damn it, the exchange rate actually went, mm, we're just shy of $19,000 again. Darn you, economy, making a recovery? Uh, where are we at right now? Yeah, it's uh, interesting how much the uh, dollar has been just fluctuating. This <laughs> has been hanging around like 75 cents. Anyway, uh, we're aside. My point is, we raised a lot of money. We smashed our goal. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the 10-year anniversary, which is... Pretty much just the 10-year anniversary for Jesse, but, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Send in your submissions now for a crap you should think you should eat out of the fridge. So does everyone hate me for all the crap I've said during this episode? You decide. So, this episode may open with Peter telling you that there is no episode. But that's just propaganda. You don't have to listen to him. You should listen to me instead, Kieran, doing a what I'm going to call Car Bomb Minisode, where I just talk at my phone for as long as I feel like I can uh, come up with stuff, and we'll see what happens if I can't improvise on the spot, well, then you'll hear that, because I'm not recording multiple files of this. I just won't do it. I won't, I, I won't do it. So, uh, Peter said the reason there's no episode is Extra Life took everyone out. Um, and while I was there, I wasn't there as much, because I have a life unlike the rest of them, uh, and I was uh, attending a birthday party of one of my longtime friends. But beyond that, I also just don't care about children, so 
that's obvious. But everyone did a great job. Although they didn't know that the extra life that they give to the children in the, the hospitals, um, it doesn't come from the money they donate. Uh, it actually is drained out of them, which is why they're all so tired. It's essentially a magic ceremony that is conducted via um, the process of gaming and live streaming, where their life force is sucked over the 24-hour period in which they perform the various games or challenges or hijinks and it is drained out of them and into children so they all gave lots of life force i gave a few hours of life force you know again i didn't know at the time i've only figured this out after that uh extra life united drains the life force of adults to give to kids which you know it's a good deal the children are our future is what the rest of them would say i wouldn't i wouldn't actually uh say that so anyways yeah they're they're all um KO'd, knocked out. Uh, they all have COVID. Don't cite me on that. I don't know if it's true, but they might. They all have freezing disease. They all have uh, dementia because they're like 90 now because it ages you. So I'm the only one left. The last car bomber. Um, I don't have the titular drink here with me right now, but Maybe I have some topics. Let's see. Let me rummage around in my old, the old little brain for a second. Hmm. Uh, what, what happened recently? Remembrance Day happened uh, yesterday as of my recording this on the 12th. So it happened on the 11th. I don't know when this will be posted. Remembrance Day happened. Remember that? You know? What's that about? You know, what's going on with Remembrance Day? We're, we're remembering the troops. I mean that sounds like fun, but I uh what if what if I channeled Peter and I was like what if Remembrance Day was a a, a themed wrestling event and at eleven eleven like the the eleventh hour the eleventh minute of the eleventh day instead of a moment of silence they were like on the eleventh hour of the eleventh day let's make some noise. Instead of being silent. And, you know, you had, like, uh, like a cage match of, like... You could do World War One and World War Two figures. You got your Kaiser Wilhelms. You got your, your Winston Churchills from World War Two. I mean, obviously Hitler is going to be a nice villain. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun wrestling event. Just people dressing up as, you know, Joseph Stalin. Uh, FDR in a wheelchair. He could, like come in in a wheelchair and look really weak and then like when someone's back is turned he gets out of it because he's actually jacked he's been working out his legs and he can stand now because he's so jacked and you take his wheelchair and he just smacks it over the back of Hitler's head and then Hitler's like I thought that he's like I thought that guy could not walk what is going on it'd be pretty good it'd be like nine unbelievable um yeah, so Remembrance Day, that's how we should honor. I mean, honestly, do you think all the dead of World War One and World War Two want to be honored by us being quiet? Or do they want a cool wrestling match where FDR hits Hitler over the head with a chair? I think I know the answer. I don't know what you think. Maybe you think I'm being disrespectful. I, I listened to a speech because I watched a ceremony in Ottawa. Um, 
where this this guy I don't even know who he was I'm, I'm assuming he's some member of the government I didn't listen uh, it was just like I mean he gave the troops credit for a lot of things he was like the, the reason we have freedom is not and he he was like is not I don't know, like I can't remember what he gave for freedom but he was like the reason we can uh, demonstrate uh, and protest is not because of uh, unions or campus organizers or activists it's because of soldiers the reason we can we have democracy is not because of civil rights leaders or uh, anything it's because of soldiers the reason um, you know we we live in a prosperous country is not because of uh, blah 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 but it's because of soldiers and it's like i don't know dude i mean i get what you're trying to do trying to honor the boys but you know, you got to take stuff away from all. I mean, honestly, most of the stuff he said not true. We didn't fight, especially World War One was not fought for freedom or the ability to organize or demonstrate. Worst war, dumbest war in history. To be frank, sorry for all the uh, millions of people who died, but you you got duped. Not a good choice. I mean, they probably would have killed you if you didn't go, or they would have rounded you up, sent you anyways, and then shoot you for deserting, but. You know, not a not a great war. Um, I believe, um, with my history degree, was about um, which of the inbred cousins of Europe had a bigger, more malformed chin. They got really mad at each other, and they're like, "I have the bigger chin. No, I have the bigger chin." Um, I think that's what their accent sounded like because they're so inbred. I mean, they were all cousins. Um, and probably like uncles, nieces, very timely, you know, to talk about that, that when, when incest is at its height of representation on TV with, um, House of the Dragon, there's never been such an incest positive show with a positive portrayal of incest. Normally you get your like weird, uh, hillbillies where it's either played for laughs or like, mm, strange or like horror where they're like monstrous incest hillbillies. Um, with like incest strength uh, and brain issues. Um, not fun, not fun that version. Uh, but the House of the Dragon version, you all the all the incest people are hot blondes with uh, seems no negative side effects because of their blood. I think George R. R. Martin just likes it honestly. I think he was like, hmm, I really need. A healthy and positive way to express my favorite kink, which is uncles and nieces getting together for a good old sexual time. Maybe brothers and sisters, maybe nephews and aunts, uh, like with Daenerys and uh, John. You know, he was like, I just I want to be able to tell people about how great this is. I want to evangelize, but if I just if I just tell people that, they're going to call me a creepy weirdo. So I'm going to write a very complex history inspired. I'm going to learn a bunch of history from the Middle Ages. All about it. All about the War of the Roses. All that shit. But I'm going to infuse it with fantasy elements and magic. And I'm going to write a complicated epic of interweaving characters coming together to fight and, and do complicated things. And... um yeah, 
I'm going to do that. And then within that, I'm going to nest some fun, consensual, sexy incest. Um, we haven't talked about House of the Dragon on the show, because I'm the only one who's watched it, I think. But uh, as opposed to Game of Thrones, where Cersei and Jaime, you know, are like, it's a shameful secret. They're trying to hide it. On House of the Dragon, because it's Targaryens, incest is out in the open. Um, and it's cool, and everyone loves it, and they're like, this is rad. Uh, and it is, it's counterposed. There are regular relationships, but they're all sort of either rapey or unhappy, um, but not the incestuous ones. They're, everyone's happy. They're happy with their incest. Let me tell you, I've said the word incest probably more in the past minute or so than most people have in quite a while, probably not George, probably says it a lot, um, yeah, but I think the original draft of Game of Thrones had, uh, like, John and Arya wanting to get together before they figure out that John is only, like, their cousin instead of her half-brother, I don't know if him being a Targaryen was in the original draft, um, but, and I think Tyrion is part of a weird love triangle with them. Very cool, very cool, very normal. Um, but in House of the Dragon, like I said, the Targaryens, they love it. Uh, the main character, Rhaenyra, she loves her uncle. He's, it's a show about having a really sexy uncle. Uh, and she will frequently ignore her kids, ignore funerals, ignore ceremonies to just get some hunky unk time. <laughs> it's disgusting okay i'll move on anyways sorry for that digression on um incest and house of the dragons but it is like i said you know how did i get here it was world war one oh yeah inbred monarchs fighting over lines on a map uh and big chins um do i have anything else on remembrance day not really i oh wait uh, when I was a kid, my my mom worked with some people, and sometimes they'd go to the same Remembrance Day ceremony as us. Um, and some of them were uh, German, which is fine. It's okay to be German. You only have to be slightly ashamed. Um, but I just remember, I think I heard this from like three separate people. They all had like German ancestry, where at the end they'd like at some point we would be talking to them and they'd be like, mm, I'm so glad we get to honor all the troops. And and I'd be like, like for world war two, all of them. And they're like, yeah, remembrance day is for everyone. And I'm like, mm, for world war one. Sure. There's no bad guys. Again, it's an incest battle over tiny lines. Worst, dumbest war in history. World war two. I'm sorry, Germans. You don't get to honor your dead. I don't care if you're like, well, they weren't. He wasn't a Nazi officer. He wasn't in the SS. I'm sorry. You don't get. You don't get it. You don't get World War Two dead honoring. You get to be like awkward about it if people ask which side your grandpa fought on, or your great grandpa or whatever. Because like I mean, just like come on, come on. You did. You did the Holocaust. You did. Mass genocides in Eastern Europe of other groups. You did the Roma. You did gays, disabled people. You don't get Remembrance Day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, maybe your grandpa was a lovely man. 
and he immigrated to Canada after the war. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was, I mean, yeah, I fought in the German army, but I did not know anything about this Holocaust, you say? No, it does not ring a bell. I don't know anything about it. I've never heard of, 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 of what you say, World War Two? No, nine, nine, nine. I do not know about this. Yeah, uh, and maybe he's like, every once in a while you'll you'll see him reading like Mein Kampf and he'll be like, oh, I'm just trying to understand this Hilter character. Very interesting. I did, I was not political at the time, you know, I didn't pay attention to politics in 1930s and 40s Germany. Just sometime in the late 30s, they were like, join the army, it'll be fun. We're going to war. And I was like, why not? And then at the end, they were like, oh, you lost the war. And then so I came to Canada. Um, yeah, maybe you have a grandpa like that. Uh, but you, yeah, like I said, you see him reading my comp or he like gets mad when he sees a person on the street with a big nose, even though he doesn't, you know, know they're Jewish. And he'll mutter under his breath, like, what's wrong, grandpa? And he's like, nothing. I have no prejudice against any people. I'm, uh, but yeah, he doesn't get to be like, oh, on Remembrance Day, I'll remember all my fine comrades. Uh, no, not comrades. Fuck that. They're not, they don't get used that word. I'll, I'll, you know, on Remembrance Day, I, I get to remember mine, mine, mine friends who was a stormtroopers. Yeah, maybe he does that. But yeah, he doesn't get Remembrance Day. Um, sorry. Neither do the Japanese. You know. That's the war. That's the one war in the first world war. I mean, they were on the Allies' side, anyways. But again, everyone gets Remembrance Day for the first world war. For the second world war, you don't get it if you were on the Axis side. So if you're in Italy, you only get it if you were with like the partisans who fought Mussolini. Then Remembrance Day, you can celebrate the shit out of that. You can be like, "Damn, they resisted. Very brave. Incredibly brave." If you're a German whose parents like fought the like protested or trying to fight the Germans, or even if they ran away from Germany, sure, you get a Remembrance Day, but not if you fought, my, my, uh, not if you fought with them. My grandpa on my father's side, um, was German in Germany, but he left before, far before World War II, like a few years at least, I'm not 100% sure, and emigrated to Canada and joined the Canadian Army to go fight in World War Two, uh, but they didn't trust him because they were like, "You're German, so we don't know where your loyalties lie." But he was like a flight instructor, like instructor at like a flight academy or artillery. I don't really remember, but something like that. Anyways, he trained people to uh, kill his former countrymen, and so he gets respect. Just in case we have any Nazi listeners, you don't get any respect. Hot take. <sighs> what else is going on out there in the world? I feel like I've exhausted that topic. Although there's probably more I could have done with the let's make some noise for the boys like Remembrance Day wrestling event. If Peter was here, we could have could have riffed. Um, there's that whole uh, there's a the whole Twitter thing where Elon Musk bought Twitter as like a joke for a joke price, like, f like four twenty sixty nine per share or something, uh, as a joke, which was like double its over double its value. 
and then signed an agreement and then tried to back out of it and then got sued and then said he was going to buy it and then tried to go back on it again, but then ultimately bought it. And then in the past few weeks, he has over the, no, the past week, I guess, how long it's been like a week. Yeah. He essentially, uh, said he was going to introduce, um, a verific, a new verification system. Cause right now on Twitter, you're verified if you're like a public figure or a journalist or company or something, you get the blue check mark. Right. Um, and he was, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to change Twitter. So there's no more, there's no official status. We will level the playing field. If you pay $8 for Twitter blue, you will get your check mark and you pay $8 a month and, um, you get like promoted tweets and your tweets show up on top and a few other features and some less ads. Uh, so he promoted that for a few days and then it was implemented and then immediately realized that, um, you know, the, the, everyone was just pretending to be everyone else. Everyone started just pretending to be Elon Musk and saying like, Ooh, I love Jeffrey Epstein or, Ooh, Grimes, please don't tweet about how my balls smell like cheese or like, Ooh, I'm Elon Musk. I, I'm big. I, I'm, I'm Italian Elon Musk. I eat at a meatball. Like st everyone was doing that. And he started banning everyone who was impersonating him and saying you had to include parody in your name. Um, and then, uh, so he introduced an official, so there was a separate verification system where, yes, you could pay for the $8 a month thing to be verified, but if you were a public figure, you could also get official as like a separate verification, which made everyone go, what's the point of the blue check then? Like what, what, why would it matter? Cause everyone who's a public official or company or whatever just gets a separate verification and then within a day, he backtracked and deleted the official separate verification. So there was only the $8 a month subscriber thing. Uh, but then people started impersonating like brands and stuff. And so the most famous examples are uh, of, uh, I mean, honestly, heroic um, genius uh, anti-capitalist action. Um, was someone pretending to be an American company that manufactures insulin. I forget what it's called. Eli something. Uh, Eli Lilly, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But it's a company that manufactures insulin, and it's very expensive in America. Like, hundreds of percent more expensive. Like, costs hundreds of dollars, whereas in most countries it's either free or costs like 10 bucks. Uh, someone made a tweet pretending to be them using the Twitter blue fi feature. So they changed their profile pic to the same as the official company, changed their name as the same, changed their profile information to the same, and tweeted out like, we are making all of our products free because we don't believe in for like the for-profit healthcare um, industry is immoral and uh, we don't believe that people should be making money off of this. And they were banned pretty quickly, but this tweet went viral and it affected the stock market and has perhaps, well, it has tanked their share in the stock market. I don't know if it's gone back up after it was discovered it was a sham, but they at least lost for a temporary period on the market millions of dollars. Uh, someone else did the same thing with Raytheon where they were like, we are going, because Raytheon will stop exporting weapons to America, the, the Saudi Arabia, and like a few other countries due to 
investigate due to what we believe should be investigations for war crimes over the past few decades. Uh, someone impersonating the re- real Raytheon, obviously, actual Raytheon doesn't care about that. They, but they pretended they said that, and the same thing happened. Raytheon's stock share went like down by quite a bit. Um, very funny, very funny. They were all banned immediately, but that's really all that happened to them. They paid eight dollars, and they cost. Uh, major evil companies, millions, maybe. Not sure how it plays out. But even if they cost them a few thousand, that is a spectacular deal. That is, for bang for your buck, I mean, damn. But beyond that stuff, um, I think he fired like over half the staff. Most of the executive board and like team leaders have quit. He tried to rehire some of them, but they quit again because they were like clashing with his insane back and forth. Uh, anyways, oh, oh, oh. So after all the people impersonating brands, he canceled Twitter Blue, the subscriber thing, and has gone back to what Twitter was before he took it over, which was if you're a public figure or a company, you get a blue check mark. So he's just gone back. He did, a, he did a whole bunch of stuff back and forth, back and forth. And then he just went back to the original. So genius at work, my friends. This The great genius of our age is, is showing us how true management. There were a whole bunch of tweets at the time. I'm on Twitter a lot. And uh, there were a lot of people being like, I think we're about to see um, perhaps par excellence the most a business management style of geniuses exacted upon Twitter. Everyone take notes. This will be taught in Business 101 for decades. Um, and I'm sure it will be because it's uh, uh, an example of how you made a terrible business decision and Twitter doesn't make a lot of money and the interest you have to pay on the loans you took to pay for it that you bought at a hugely inflated pl- inflated price based on a meme joke um, are higher. The, 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 the profit, the, the, the interest is higher each year than the amount Twitter ever made. So you have to fire most of the staff and try and make the entire user base of Twitter pay $8 a month in order to recoup the costs of your joke. Yeah, that'll that'll be taught as like an example of how to do good business. So yeah, that happened. Um, that's a lot of fun. I think apparently there's no like communications department there anymore. So if you want to talk to them, uh, it's difficult. Um, lots of people thinking it's going to crash. Uh, like Twitter's going to fall apart, not work or everyone's going to leave the site. We'll see. It's been very enjoyable so far. I mean, I'll say one thing for him. He has made going on Twitter for the past uh, week or so more fun because every time you do, something's new, uh, something's changed, um, something fun, like someone's impersonated someone in a funny way. They've been like, they've been like, I'm George W. Bush. Dang, I miss killing Iraqis. You know, they've done something like that. Uh, and then been immediately banned. But again, $8? You get to pretend to be George W. Bush saying he loves killing people? Amazing value. Amazing. <sighs> Wish you could tank his stock price, but, you know, he's not a company, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so that happened. 
Twitter. What else is out there in the world? Oh, right. I, I posted about this in the, the Car Bomb Discord, which you can't join. But uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, the famous voice of uh, the animated series and beyond through many different series, Batman, has uh, passed away at 66. Um, yeah, that sucks. I mean, I, I think a lot of us on the show basically, you know, like grew up with th- that show, the anim- Batman the Animated Series or the Justice League or his many uh, appearances in the um, DC, uh, you know, extended universe of animated films, of which there are many, some good ones too. Um, uh, or even the, the Arkham, uh, Arkham games he's in, I think most of those, at least I've only paid, played like two of them and, the, but they're both feature him. I mean, I, no one compares, this is not controversial or like a hot take, but like no one compares to his, his performance of Batman. He is Batman. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, there's been a lot of people who've played him over the years, Live action, mostly. Uh, and most of them have done fine, you know. There's a few bad ones, but everyone's done, like, a decent job. But no one really measures up to his performance or, uh, like, the difference he portrays and how he portrays Bruce Wayne versus Batman or how he introduces, like, nuance and emotion into a voice that's pretty steady. I don't want to call it monotone, but Batman's not very expressive. But somehow he sneaks, he, like through the magic of acting, snuck in some uh, pathos. Um, excellent job. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever find someone who can measure up. And, uh, you know, that's, that, I think that's the greatest compliment you could uh, give him. I think he did other acting stuff too, but, you know, I think that's what everyone will know him for. And uh, 66, too young uh, to go. Very sad, very sad. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy, Batman. Uh, yeah. What else is going on in the world? Uh, I mean, I could wrap it up now. It is, I said it was a mini-sode, but I've been talking for almost 30 minutes. And I didn't have to go this long. <laughs> so I guess I will call it. I could try and think of other things, but... Uh, in the interest of keeping it mini, and by mini I mean half the length of a regular episode, uh, I'll 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 call it there. And um, you know, if you guys haven't checked out the Extra Life stream, uh, you want to watch that back and like skip through it and see all the the highlights. There's lots in there. I think they'll eventually make a highlight reel. Um, I think Peter covered how much money they raised. Uh, they did a great job. Great, great, great job, boys. Uh, they're all 90 now. Um, when they podcast next, they'll be like, Hello, I'm calling from... They'll forget how podcasts work, so they'll think they're calling into a radio show. They'll be like, Is this the car, Mom? I've been calling in on my rotary phone. Um, yeah, they're all old. They're all dying. Just like the rest of us. You know, we're all dying. Slowly. Except for the children, whose life force we give to extra life from me to them. Well, mostly them. Mostly the other hosts to the children. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you, listeners. I don't know how much they appreciate those kind of jokes I make about um, the extra life because it's you know it's 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 very important to them, and it is, it, and it should be. It's good work. I'm just I'm just silly, and I I I have no respect. I mean, I think you should be able to tell that from my extended Remembrance Day uh, wrestling uh, fantasy. Um, which I still think is a good idea. Anyways, I'm going to close out. You guys have a wonderful week and stay frosty. Here and out. Ciao. Well, not quite yet. I have to like open my phone and go and end the recording, but now I'm leaving. Bye. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like recent chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Fireball. What's the what's the aerial?